<laughs> Old Orchard Beach used to be nice. There's wild Canadians coming down. <laughs> okay. Loose. They think they think that LL Bean is their is their uh, Giorgio Armani. <laughs> They're like, oh, honey, put on put on that put on some bean tonight. I'm wearing bean right now. Check them out and make sure it sounds right, boys. Everybody, what's happening? What's good with you? A and B show back once again, like we never have left. Sean Valancourt is here with me, Brad Tesh, your host, as always. Always from the blustery, wintry PNW Wonderland, Pacific Northwest, to talk all things sports. Sean, good morning. How are you? Morning, morning. What a wonderful, you know, like winter in the PNW just means a little bit of rain, right? Got to take and that. Some wind and some yeah, wind. Yeah, rain and wind. Uh, unlike winter in Toronto, mm. where the only thing that warm you up is fake news. A hot stove that wasn't hot at all. <laughs> Dude, I... Looks like you guys fell for the old uh, hot stove at Home Depot trick, huh? Where it was just like lit, but not on fire. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what Toronto media... You would think that Toronto media has learned its lessons through the years, right? But no, and I get it. Shohei Otani is a big name, probably the biggest name in baseball since Babe Ruth. When you think about what he has done as far as pitching and hitting, right? But um, yesterday was a fiasco. Nothing was verified. And then all of a sudden, internet sleuths are all over the place. People are just picking the story apart, thinking that Kukuchi apparently rented some restaurant in Toronto at 5.30 to celebrate some sort of birthday or anniversary or whatever. And everybody was making assumptions that at that point that Otani is going to show up to this party and all of a sudden it's going to become a press conference. Like, Sports Center, I, I my phone was blowing up from people that listen to the show out there in Toronto going, hey, why aren't you going live about this Shohei Otani deal? I'm like, is it a deal? I didn't hear anything about a deal. And I'm picking it apart, and it's like, okay, so far the only people that are coming on are these like other podcasters going live to YouTube, getting 2 million views, sweet. Reporting fake news. Fake news. <laughs> and we here at AMB pride ourselves on journalistic integrity. Or we're just lazy. One or the other. I don't know. No, I, I knew that was, <laughs> we knew that Otani operates on a different set of rules. And if that was out, that that I, I mean, at least I knew that. Yeah. Um, but, but okay. So, like, yeah. we, we. There was just... a lot of smoke, though. You know, yesterday, do you know what yesterday was for Otani? What was yesterday for Otani? Yesterday was the six-year anniversary of him announcing he was coming to the major leagues. That's crazy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So that gave that anniversary restaurant deal some juice, right? A little bit of juice. A little bit yeah. of juice. But not much because, like... It, if he know. wasn't so principled, right, which he's proven to be over the years, 
all the way down to being pissed off they wouldn't let him play at the end. Right. You know? Right. Uh, and him storming out of the thing and all that. And him saying, hey, if it leaks out that I've taken a meeting with you, like I'm taking you off my free agency list. Right. If we didn't know that, I would have been full hook, line, and sinker on this Toronto business. Yeah. But because I knew how principled he is, and maybe it's because of my dealings with Ichiro the last 20 years of understanding, you know, how prideful uh, those players can be. Right. I was like, mm, I don't know, man. Seems Wait. like a lot of pomp and circumstance for a dude that doesn't like pomp and circumstance. Right. Right. Like, like here's the thing is that in Toronto, I know he would be worshipped just like Kawhi was. Kawhi was like given, he was going to be able to eat in places for free, like all this crazy offers coming out of the woodworks. Right. But I thought to myself, after I heard, I heard the exact same thing that you did, right? Like nobody should be leaking that I'm meeting with people. I don't want people to like, like basically he was getting worried. And the thing is, is that human nature, of course, you're going to want to know. You're going to send in, you're going to send reporters. Reporters are going to look, you're not an unrecognizable person. You know what I mean? So I get that. People are curious. I understand you want to protect your privacy. But when I heard that the, uh, uh, I think it was the GM or the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers put out that, you know, that he met with us. But there was nothing like, you know, cameras on the ground and there was no people going flooding into the internet. Like it wasn't what happened like in Toronto. And it was so like, it was like history repeating itself because it was like when Kawhi Leonard was supposed to fly in to take a meeting and then they were following, remember that? There was like the fake cars that were going this way and then the real car was going this way and people were following the fake. Like it was something out of a movie. And it's like, this is, this is what happened in Toronto. It was something out of a movie. Like, Oh, he's, he's going to this private, this private terminal is coming out from there. It's going to drive down to Rogers center. I'm like, what is going on? Like nobody can get answers on this. They're just going to town. And if I was, if I was Otani, I think, I'd be a little bit weary. And trust me, I'm a, I'm a Blue Jays fan, Brad, through and through. But Toronto media does this all the time because it's so desperate for a winner. And it's just like, you know, the news of somebody coming is bigger than winning the championship. <laughs> you know what the main problem is, Sean? You tell me, tell me. That Toronto doesn't have NFL football. If you had NFL football, this wouldn't even be a big deal. Because right now, the rest of the world is consumed with NFL football, and we don't care. We'll love it when he signs somewhere, right? That fan base will be excited and over the top and all those things, and there'll be parades and, you know, all the things Otani deserves. Yeah, I but think, no one cares if he's coming to town. You know why? Because their team's playing. I think it's I think it's very – it's going to be um, in the next little bit. I think we'll find out what's happening with Otani. Yeah. I just hope get, whatever Toronto did. Million Someone's going to pay him $600 million. But is he not worth it? Does he not put butts in seats? I mean, he's not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. He's worth more he's, than that. Yeah. He's he's a player that will change the dynamic. He's worth, he's worth so – this is how much money he's worth. Get this. This is how I feel about it. The New York Yankees traded with the Boston Red Sox, and it's something that hasn't happened in – one a of the last time. time there was a, those two hate each other. Yeah. 
for um, Verdugo, who was on the final year of his deal, uh-huh. who we agree is a fantastic baseball player, all-star, right? Absolutely. Offensively talented. Right. Plays in the outfield. That's right. Uh, and then they went and got Juan Soto. That's right. For the Padres for a lot of players. Yep. Also in the last year of his deal. And they're That's hoping correct. to keep at least one of those to overpay because they need to get geared up for wherever Otani is going. Right. And just they want to be relevant. Right. But they made those deals that they pinned out because Soto can't play anywhere but the corner. Verdugo's only played in left field. Right. So now that puts Aaron Judge, uh-huh. all six foot seven of him, as the opening day center fielder. It's not a position he's unfamiliar with. You want, but Aaron Judge is your center fielder for the whole year. Yeah, I, I'm saying it's not a position he's unfamiliar with. Who knows? I agree, but not ideal. No, no, no. Who knows? Defense, Who knows? Defensively, you go Verdugo, Judge, Soto. Yeah. With Juan Carlos Stanton as your backup, right? He's gonna be yeah. DH most of the time, but that, he's your he's your alternate, yeah, outfielder. But that's the moves they made. That's the money they're gonna spend this year, and in the conceivable future, yeah, just to counterbalance wherever Otani goes. Right, right. Because we're assuming I mean, he stays in the AL. Right, right. I I think I think honestly, compared to what the Yankees did last season. To this season, I think it's just the show that we have to do something because they weren't relevant last year. Everybody knew coming out after the offseason they weren't going to be relevant because they barely yeah. made any signings. They made, barely made any trades. Um, So I think that they had to do something huge to become relevant again. And same thing with Boston. I mean, Boston wants to remain in that area there as well, right? Yeah. I think San Diego is now looking at that their time is coming to an end as far as everything is concerned with that team. Well, so, they need pitchers. They only have one pitcher on staff. Right. 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 But Soto is is he's he's a great player as well, right? So I mean, you know, now you have Soto and you have Verdugo. So my question becomes is this is uh John Carlos Stanton irrelevant on that team can you make a deal to maybe get some center fielder oh he's playing he's playing dh you can't take his power on the lineup yeah but then you could argue think about that four think about that that's the four right right you get a leadoff hitter and you know they have a i don't remember what his name is they have a little second baseman that's fast and he's a leadoff and then two through yeah and then two through five is the four players we just named yeah what are you doing if you're oh no Uh, Stanton is not the same player that he was just even a few years ago. Like he's not the big threat. Yeah, you know he's not the big threat. His batting well, average is down. Yeah. If he's not going to play every day in the field, though, if he's only going to yeah. DH. Yeah, I mean Maybe. he's a great DH. Yeah, but then I mean, arguably, you can then look at somebody to like fill that center fielder position and literally have Aaron Judge DHing for you. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, let's stop talking about the Yankees because it's gross. I, I I hate it. I don't know why you brought me down that road, but yeah. Okay. 
just to see if we could. Uh, back to <laughs> last week's football schedule. Not as gross. So while we're on the way back machine. Not as gross. And Brad, Brad, kudos. You got some things more correct than I did. Yeah. Some big things actually. We're talking about things, but I'll let I'll let you I'll let you toot my horn for me. Because you know <laughs> isn't it better if I toot your horn? And that yeah. sounds so weird. But isn't it better that I do that than you just sounding like yeah. some sort of seated arrogant, you know, smug yeah. there? It's like 100%. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, hey, 100%. Uh, we'll start on Thursday at the bad game. Uh, for me, Seattle went into Dallas. Uh, we talked about this though, right? We did, and they, and they did I said cover. nine points. I said nine points for Dallas. You said mm-hmm. no, it'll be less than that. Um, you were right, but the thing is, is that they almost almost pulled that thing out. Seattle yeah. almost pulled that thing out in 18. Seattle maybe figured out some things offensively against the very vaunted Dallas defense. So yes, yes. But the thing is, though, is that their offense was still yet able to go off Dallas's yeah. offense. Like yeah. there was no stopping your defense right now. Is, I mean, as good as it's been, you can't figure that out, and it's not going to get any. Well, easy. sure, we could talk about two very important penalties that happened that caused that were direct relation to 14 points. Yeah. I, I, that were non penalties, right? So very true, very true. You know, on third I mean, and long, it, you know what I mean? How, like, so so when you think about that, how far how far off are we from like robo refs? Because it's been a bad year this year. It's been a bad uh, I year. Know that, I know that you don't watch college football. College football has um, a ref in the sky, a sky ref essentially, and they will buzz down. When yeah. they see something that didn't, you know what I mean? To correct it something. doesn't jive, yeah. yeah. That doesn't go to it. The NFL has to go to that. And they also have to make all things uh, reviewable. Right. So, And not by the guy that's on the field. It can't be the guy. Right. They need to have a crew that is just review. And they need to have, like baseball does. Not the guy that's the, – he can't be reviewing his crew's call because we saw them when they reviewed pass interference and they turned over like two out of 100 or whatever. It's stupid because they're not going to make – you know. Right. So, okay. A, so, so That has anyway, to happen. I, I did want to say this. Thank you very much for not rubbing the Michigan-Ohio State game in my face. Thank you. Uh, of course, Ohio State's gone. Uh, you should be ec- ecstatic. The Huskies – yeah. Made it the CFP. Yeah, you should be ecstatic. Cool. Yeah, I wish they were going to the Rose Bowl, but we'll we'll see, we'll figure it out. I'm happy to have Texas, and we'll see where it goes from there. We'll I mean, talk about that great, more next week. Yeah, you have a great shot. You have a great shot at actually being at the championships. All right, yeah. let's keep going. Then um, we had uh, we had actually what turned out to be a decent game, the Indianapolis uh, Tennessee game went to overtime. It was a fun game. Now I picked that one for the Colts. I think you picked the Titans, but yeah. Tomato, uh, tomato, whatever. Yeah. It was so close. Game. So close. In the worst game of the week, we had the uh, Chargers and the Patriots game. Chargers and the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty That was pretty gross. <laughs> Let me tell you the worst uh, stat maybe of the week. You want to know what the rushing leader was in that game? Tell me. Ezekiel Elliott, 52 yards. Nice. Nice research. He, he had 42 of those on the first drive. Oh gosh. 
Wow. Wow. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Uh, Detroit, New Orleans was a good game. That was fun with Detroit pulling it out. And and you know what? I told you that too. I said, hey, they got to exercise those demons. They get to do it yep. against the Saints. Why not? Yep. Sorry, Saints. Worked out well. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Over- Falcons are number one right now in their division. The who? The Falcons. The Falcons? The Falcons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it Star Wars? The Falcons. Come on, Sean. Falcons. Say it Falcons. Falcons. There's no two, there's not two L's in there. That's right. There's not two L's. It's Falcons. Well, then it'd be Falcons. 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 With the right emphasis on the right syllable. All right, we'll get we'll get we'll get an English major to come out and correct us here, okay? Eventually. Anyways, you know though. Well, if you know one. Uh, moving on, Arizona-Pittsburgh was a terrible game, I think, for Pittsburgh fans. Uh, and then again, you know, we saw is know, it Pittsburgh the, really on the slide. Is it, I mean, Pittsburgh fans, they're all – I mean, they're still in the playoffs. Sure. The Rams destroyed the Browns. Yeah. So we're not going to probably see three teams yeah, in the I know, but still North. just, you know, uh, I thought that the Houston win was big. Uh, Miami did what that Miami was supposed to do to Washington. This Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay beat Carolina, which was unbelievable because Tampa Bay had no business winning that game. Um, and then the two games of the week, I think that were really fun games to watch, depending on what side of the fence you're on, is uh, San Francisco beat the living door. Oh, that wasn't even a contest. And 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 remember, I said that too. I said no, the Eagles. Are not San Fran's gonna put a pounding on the Eagles. The Eagles are paper tigers, okay? Yep. So Debo Samuel, that guy should be an MVP conversations just for his team. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if you if you don't if you if the MVP conversation is not stat related, which I think you and I both agree it should not be. No, it should be about how you influence your team. Yes, right. I, I love that about the NBA. The NBA has like a wins per minute calculator right like you know wins replacement right mm-hmm. same same with baseball right the war right wins above replacement numbers uh Debo Samuels probably leads the league in that category when he's on the field that team is unbelievable um and then Kansas City just getting you know what's going it. on here Jordan Love is resurging now yeah they're in a playoff position Green Bay yeah Jordan Love looking better than uh Patrick Mahomes in that game yeah um there is problems in KC. Yeah. Now yeah. it becomes more and more apparent that the road to the Super Bowl goes through Baltimore, I think, than it does through KC. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a good take. Yeah. And then in a, a game that surprised you but not me, Cincinnati wins uh, well, in Jacksonville. Yeah, but yeah, but what? I mean, good, good, good for Cincinnati. You keep your playoff hopes alive and everything. Trevor Lawrence goes down with a high ankle sprain. Who knows if he's going to be able to play? And I feel bad for the Jaguars because they haven't, they haven't ruled him out for tomorrow's game. And I guess right. to be fair, folks, we're recording this on Saturday morning before Week 14. So yeah. So to me, it's like okay, I, I would rest Trevor. You, you have nothing else to prove right now. Yeah, Texas is they, the the Texans are hot in your tail, but resting. I mean. You have a, I don't know. It's so difficult because if you do play, you do have a chance then as Jacksonville to be the number one seed. Well, how about Jake Browning? Yeah. 
he had a great How about game. him? He had a great game. He had a great game. They they decided to use Mixon. They decided yep. to use they decided to open the playbook and let him throw and let him yes. play. And look what happened. They just we but, went off. But is it easier to beat is it easier to beat a team without your best weapon? Come on. Well, he didn't go. I mean, let's be honest. When did Trevor Lawrence go down? All right. All right. Come on. Now. <laughs> I well, forget Jake, exactly. Jake Browning's been it, a third it was, it was in the second half. It was in the second half. When did yeah, he go until down? Until this year, right? Jake Browning was a third string quarterback. Jake Browning threw for 354. I know. I know. And maybe, maybe now, because, you know, it was do or die. Yeah. I just I just I, I don't want to see the Jaguars get I don't want to see the Jaguars get off rails, you know. It was a good game. It wasn't a 16-13 game. No, no. Right? It High scoring good. game, super competitive. Good Monday night game. Fun game, right? You wish all all I wish all the standalone games were that way. Yeah. Right? That was a lot of fun. And then we saw this yeah. snoozer on Thursday night where New England was up big, and then almost gave it back to Pittsburgh, and then Pittsburgh couldn't get over the hump. And I think Pittsburgh's done now. I honestly think stick a fork in Pittsburgh. Sayonara. Man, you are the flippiest of the floppies. I was just trying to say that, and you're like, oh, well, Pittsburgh's still in the playoff hunt. And I was like, are they? Like, Well, after that. You're like, they got destroyed. Cleveland got destroyed. But I was like, man, we've, we're already past Thursday. We're trying to lie to our listeners like we're not. We've been here before. <laughs> Listen, listen. Okay. Listen, for all the people that were on Sean about not going live with Otani, I want you to know that I'm the reason why we didn't because Sean wanted to. And I was like, hold on, we just need to have some kind of integrity. All right. All right. Sean can't spell integrity if you give him a head start. Yeah, I'm crying here, man. You're making me laugh so hard. Okay. All right. Here. All right. So yeah. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, Sean. You do have a lot of integrity as a man. As a journalist, I shouldn't say that. Listen, New England put the spanking on Seattle, uh, on Seattle, on Pittsburgh. (laughs) Stop being offensive. (laughs) You know the Steelers stole that Super Bowl for my team in 2005. I know. (laughs) Listen, listen. Here I am. I'm trying to watch Amazon for other stuff, and they're still trying to show me Thursday night's game. They're still trying to show me. He's like, hey, you want to watch it? You want to, you want to watch a rerun of Thursday night's game? No, I don't. I don't want to watch anything about Thursday night's game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, good for New England. Your record's a little better. Yay. Oh, you have the third pick now instead of the second pick. Good job. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you have the odds up? Because I don't have the odds. Do you have the odds? Uh, let's see. This site doesn't. This is the same site I usually use. I don't have the odds. I have the ticket prices. Let me see if I can find the odds. Let me see. I'll find the odds here. Well, you're gonna be on the Google and or whatever you're going. I got. I got the odds here right here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Buccaneers Falcons, which if you would believe this, uh, is tied for the lowest ticket price of the week. Tampa Bay at five and seven going to the Atlanta Falcons at six and six. Atlanta is a two and a half point favorite. You can see this game for $34. In Atlanta? In Atlanta. 
Hotlanta. Wow. Wow. Get some wings and get a haircut at Bill Mike's Barbershop. What's that? That's crazy. $34. Conversely, you can go to Chicago and watch Detroit go in and beat the brakes off Chicago in Chicago and freeze your balls off for 106 bucks. Oh, I lied to you. It's way bad. Include holy shit! Well, I lied. There's there's some cheap tickets this week. Good God, man! If you are a Houston Texans fan in the New York area, you can see your team play for eight dollars. Anyway, <laughs> all right. What's the uh, what's the over under here for Atlanta Tampa? Because this is a big game. This is a big game for both. Teams. I don't know what the over under is, but it's a two and a half point favorite. Okay, two and a half point favorite for Atlanta. Atlanta. Wow. Okay, Atlanta. so it's, it's a it's a pick'em game too, and Tampa needs to win this game. To yeah, stay I like Baker Mayfield in this game actually. You do? Yeah, with him and Mike Evans, they seem to find their rhythm finally. Well, let's hope that they can get it done. They have last to get it week. Done. Mike Evans became only the second receiver to have ten consecutive thousand yard seasons. Wow, that's amazing. You know who the other one amazing. is. That would be Jerry Rice, wouldn't it? Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, we sleep on Mike Evans a lot, right? When we, do. we think about well, one he of the has, best receivers had ever. The honor of playing in Tampa. So, he's won championships, right? Won one thousands, yeah. a championship, thousand, ten consecutive thousand yard seasons. Really, he's only had yeah. one good quarterback. I was just going to say that because he's had Fitzmagic, and I don't know who else that he's had in his decade. I mean, Whoever that they were just bringing in mediocrity until you had Tom Brady, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway. that's that's impressive alone, right there. Yeah. yeah, I mean Jerry Rice. I mean Jerry Rice had mediocrity too, right? I mean he's had Steve Young and Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super me, super mediocre. Joe Montana and Steve Young. Yeah, yeah. You could argue that uh, Mike Evans had a harder path to his. 10, Absolutely, 000, you can. 10, Absolutely, you can. Um, yeah, I think I like Tampa in this game. You know. I'm going to go with Tampa as well. I think it's an upset. Uh, they're they're playing for the playoff lives, and Atlanta. Hey, they it's win playing one. for the playoff lives too. Right, this is a division game. It is. It's but win, lose one though for Atlanta. I just don't I trust. Uh, I don't trust Atlanta's offense. I just I don't think they have an identity, and I just think it's. Do you think Ritter is going to be the guy next year? Do you, do you think he's the guy again next year as a QB? I don't, I don't know what the problem is there. I don't. I don't know that he's the problem. So maybe yeah. they. Maybe they give him another shot. A year is hard to evaluate a rookie quarterback. He's not a rookie. Guy. Whatever. Not first a rookie. year guy. First year guy. First year starter. Right. Second year guy. Yeah. It's hard to evaluate a guy one year, especially when you have a team that's not great. We'll see. Man, I'm really taking apart. Like your cheeks are so smooth. Did you just get a shave? Or you no, no. Yeah, or like, what's the deal there? Like your cheeks are like baby smooth. Like it's very off-putting. I can't quite. I can't get there if it's like a filter or you just shave. No, no filter. Or... This is real. This is me. This is yeah. Me. You got any skin product you're using? You want to? I do use a skin product. Yes. Yes. A new one. I mean, I do too. We're using a new one. And you're just like no. right here is just real smooth. Like it's just like no. Snapchat filtered out. Like it's no, no. blended. It's you got some makeup on? No, no makeup. No. Huh. If it's I take light, this huh? hat off, you're going to see bed head like crazy. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't see your eyebrows, though. Uh, and then moving on, Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Uh, in Cincinnati. Did we even talk about Detroit and Chicago? No? Oh, that's later on the list. 
Okay, well, oh, Indy, Indy oh, my, and Cincinnati. Indy oh, my and points Cincinnati. were that's down the line a little bit, so let's uh, just give me a second here. Yeah. Indianapolis going to the Bengals. Cincinnati is yeah. a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Colts with a better record this year. Give me the Bengals uh, at home. Yeah? yeah? Just like that. I just, I'm a I'm a big Jake Browning guy, man. I'm not, mm. I'm not rolling off my guy. Buckner, DeForest Buckner he's going to have to deal with. He's going to have to Don't care. He's going to have to deal with you. Jonathan Taylor. Minshew. No Jonathan Taylor this week. Again, well, he had surgery. He's out for three weeks. You. Not worried about. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game, though. Now he's been knocking out quarterbacks left and right, dude. Yeah. Nice uh, I'll, I'll give me Indy in this one. I'm going to go with Indy again. Okay. Thank let's you. let it ride, baby. Let it let ride. ride. Let it ride. <laughs> Calm down, Russell. Um, the eight and four Jaguars travel to the A seven and five Cleveland Browns. Cleveland with a three and a half point favorite in this game. Cleveland three and a half point favorite. Is you can go watch this game for eleven dollars if you're in the Cleveland area. I, I believe it. Uh, I eleven dollars. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be freezing. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> not be warm. And so will Jacksonville. So uh, the last yeah. game I went to in Cleveland was actually against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Jacksonville beat Cleveland that, but that was also the 0 and 16 Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Was it in December? Uh, it was in November. Yeah. yeah. So um, now we're into December. Jacksonville against Cleveland, and I'm surprised that Cleveland is actually the favorite because it's it, it really depend does depend on Trevor Lawrence. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Yeah. It sounds well, like at least DTR. I mean, DTR is going to play for the Browns. I I, I go with I'm going to take Cleveland. Yeah. In this game, I think even if Lawrence plays, a high ankle is tough. It is tough. Uh, the weather is tough. Yeah. You know, I don't know how the Ridley, Etienne, Lawrence matchup plays in the cold. Yeah. I just give me oh. Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with you as well. I want Cleveland to win. So let's go. Let's go that way. Yeah. I'd like to see Cleveland make the playoffs. Uh, the Texans are going to visit the Jets. Houston's a three and a half point favorite. If you're in the New Jersey area, you can see this game for eight dollars. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Eight That's bucks. Gross. That's gross. Uh, Houston's going to roll over the Jets. The Jets season's over. Even if they trot out Aaron Rodgers, think Aaron Rodgers is ready, ready to go. Even if they trot him out right now. No. Yeah. They're so, four and eight. Yeah. They're He's done. not coming out. Yeah. They're done. They're done. And I think they could run the table and not make it. Yeah. I, so, you know what, though? I'm so happy that Houston is having this kind of a season this year. Yeah. It, it's yeah. good. It's good to have a nicer team, right? Nicer yeah. group of people. Absolutely. Owner sucks. I'm excited for Lovey Smith for how it played out for him. I think that's yeah. a great thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Texans for both of us there. Yeah. Uh, the Rams at six and six are traveling to Baltimore coming off a of bye week. The nine and three Ravens uh, are seven and a half point favorites in this game. Can you disagree with that? No. You can see this game in Baltimore for $23, which is insane. Uh, well, you know, Los Angeles it seems to be getting some things figured out on offense. I don't think Baltimore's defense is fooled by that. No. Uh, Harbaugh has them fellas playing. They want the number one seed. I think it's Baltimore all day long. I, I, I do too. I think that's seven, and a, seven and a half is fair. Uh, if they don't go beyond that, I mean, quite honestly, this is this is a great team, the Ravens. And yeah, come up a bye week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, good luck. Give me Baltimore and the points. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, nine three Lions visiting the four and eight Chicago Bears. Detroit's oh. got a three point cushion oh. in this game. Three points in Soldier Field. That's great. That's yeah. great. This ticket is $106. You believe that? Yeah, it's because Detroit's a team this year, baby. Do you think people in Chicago really want to see Detroit? I mean, it's a division no, game. But I think people in Detroit are going to travel to Chicago. Oh, interesting. That'd be something to watch. Not that far. It's not that far. Uh, I don't know what to say about this game other than I think that the, you know, maybe the Bears' offense gets on track because Detroit's defense is still an Achilles heel to some degree. Yeah. Uh, if the weather plays nice, Justin Fields potentially has a big day. But Detroit's offense just runs all over this Chicago defense, yeah. right? I mean, this all is day a, long. Yeah. All day Are long. you surprised? I think Detroit goes for 45, 50 points. Wouldn't surprise me one right. bit. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't surprise me one bit. Highest scoring game of the weekend, probably Lions and Bears. I think so. Uh, the 1-11 Panthers, Sands, a head coach, and everyone else in that stadium. Uh, travel to the, the Saints for the five and seven Saints to have a six point favorite there. Saints are a little resurgent, right? They're trying to get a scrap in. They're seeing what's what. Saints hanging around the bottom seven. end. Yeah, I think Carolina make it interesting, but I don't think they even make it interesting. I think the Saints. I think the Saints <laughs> win twenty eight three. The Saints are just going to go marching in. They just. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Saints okay. are there to plunder. Uh, speaking of plundering, the Minnesota Vikings are going to visit the Los Angeles Raiders. The six and six Vikings are facing the five and seven Raiders. The five and seven Raiders are probably going to be fighting for their playoff lives, we would imagine. But you would think Minnesota's uh, fighting for their Minnesota's playoff lives. Minnesota's favored by the uh, three points there. Yeah, I think Minnesota is due to get back on track. But the thing is, though, is that since this new coach has come in for the Raiders, the Raiders really turned that ship around. This yeah. is going to be an interesting matchup. <laughs> Minnesota gets Justin Jefferson back, and by all accounts, he's excited to work with uh, Josh Dobbs. Yeah, and so you know we'll see a whole new element of that offense, right? You're, so because you know, they've been clicking on offense pretty well already. Now you're going to put yeah. arguably the best receiver in the game back in the, and he's not coming off of a major injury; he's coming off a hamstring strain. So, right. give me Minnesota. Yeah, I can't go against It's hard. That. It's hard not to say. It's, it's a hard one. I want to take the Raiders so bad because I love uh, what Antonio Pierce is doing there with that team. Yeah. You know, I just – I think that that's a great – I hope he gets the job full-time after this year. I think they're really making the right moves, and it's turning. It's a home game. I think it's fun. I just think the Vikings have some momentum, uh, and then getting their leader back is, you know, a way to go for them. News. So. Big news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's the game you're interested in. That's the uh, six and six Bills. Bills a little light in the schedule there. Visiting the eight and four Kansas City Chiefs in a game that strangely both teams have to have. They have to win it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I was one point, that too. One point favorite uh, here for the old Kansas City Chiefs at home, which yeah. really means the Buffalo Bills are favored. Yeah, you know, they are. If you're, you're, if you're doing the gambling math at home, folks, remember the home team gets three points by default. So with Buffalo being at one point. Uh, underdog, they're really the two point favorite. So, oh man, what do you I think, Sean? I, I'm picking the Bills just really out of just my heart. That's it. They need this win. What Kansas about your City wallet? Can still make the playoffs losing one. So, whatever. Uh, what does your wallet say? Both teams. Here's here's here's, both here's what the wallet says. 
stop, stop. Here it is. They faced each other five times, both quarterbacks, right? Allen and uh, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is three and two. Josh Allen's two and three. Every other number, though, is identical. Passing yards, interceptions, touchdowns, every number is identical. I say it goes to 500. I am going, baby, with the Buffalo Bills. Even on my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Not convincing. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> For obvious reasons. You know what's strange? This is off topic a little bit, but it has to do with the Bills. Is like, why are we bringing up McDermott pregame speeches from 2019 right now? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Anyway. So let's just, oh, can we just please plead with the people of America to stop? Can we stop with the revisionist shit? I don't I don't care that. It's just it's just that you know I do. On. It wasn't yeah. dumb or hurtful. Yeah, yeah. He brought up 9-11 victims in a pregame speech in 2019. Oh, I forgot about that. That's what we're talking about. Why are we here? Let's stop, let's just stop with that. Let's stop being silly. Oh, let's focus on things that matter. Let's well, let's how about stop. we focus on things that matter? Like the Seattle Seahawks going to Levi Stadium against San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, San Francisco with a 13-point favorite. Of course they are. What is Seattle going to do against this team? Cover. They're going to cover. Honestly. No, you said that last time. You said they that covered. last time. You, you have no coverage. You have nothing against this team. What do you have? What do you they have? Covered. They covered. Points. They covered the point spread. It's a nine-point game last time too, and they covered. No, Thirteen this time. The last. They, they You're talking about Dallas. That was a nine-point. No, is... uh, no, 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 no. That Thanksgiving game was not that bad. They scored a late touchdown. You were out of it the first half. You got a couple of lucky things. You were out of it. You were done. Whatever. Put a fork in them. It's like. I don't know what Seattle can do. Seattle is terrible against their own division. What is this? Yeah, You're going to beat Arizona twice. That's it. Yeah. That's okay. Still make the playoffs. Do you really think that they could beat the Niners? And I, I'm not talking about as a, as a, as I mean, I know your home side. I'm the same way. I'm a home. No, player. I don't think so. Yeah. Of not, course. not if Debo Samuels is playing. I don't think so. You know, but the thing is, it's like, this is such, I mean, I want to see Seattle do well. That's the problem. I do want to see them win this game. Yeah. I do. I'm just there, like, because I don't want to get emotionally invested and just get my heart ripped out yeah. because you can't go up against a juggernaut, you know? Like, yeah. I, I was just watching. Uh, the longer I was watching World goes... War II. I was watching World War II stuff. Okay, uh, yesterday there's a new documentary just came out about World War II recolor. You are showing your age. But yeah, well, you know that. Yeah, anyways, uh, I, I watched it, and it's so funny about like Germany. Like everybody thought that they're going to come across the Maginot Line to invade France. France thought that England oh. was there. They come around the Arden Forest and come in, and all of a sudden force Britain back into Dunkirk to escape. Right. So this is what the 49ers right now and the Seattle uh, Seahawks look like to me. It's like what are you going to do? This is a juggernaut. This is a juggernaut. Yep. What do you do? 
You try and scheme it. I think the more I watch uh, Seahawks football this year and I watch what Sean McVay and Shanahan are able to do, and the more I think that maybe Pete Carroll's sunsetting and it's time for us to go a new direction. That's a hard, that's a hard thing for you to say yep. when you say that. Yep, it is hard. Do you think it's time for Geno Smith to go? I think that he's just been a uh, bridge quarterback this whole time. You know, I think they're trying to find someone else. I mean, he's only got after this year, you know, a year left on his deal, right? Or, yep. So I think but that there's – You're transition. too good to get another quarterback. You're too good to be looking at like an early pick for a quarterback. So it's like – I don't think that it necessarily is an early pick for a quarterback, right? I think there's other ways to do it. We've been oh. successful that way before. True enough. True enough. So okay. there's got to be there's got to be a way out. I mean, the defense is young and improving, right? The line is finally back. This is like the only the second week in a row the line has been fully intact since at all ever this week this year. Um, you know, maybe we'll have our starting running back together again, right? That hurts too. Walker's yeah, gonna play. That hurts too. You know, yeah, injuries are injuries are just a real thing and they're part of the game. They're not excuses, but that's part of where it's been. You know, you, you think about we started a rookie in Zach Charbonnet yeah. and had DJ Dallas as a backup against Dallas, right? And still put up all those points. The scheme looked better. And with the actual line that we we're supposed to have, you know, if Abe Lucas doesn't have that stupid, like doesn't block Micah Parsons on fourth and 10 so that Gino can actually throw the damn ball by setting his feet instead of just lobbing it out there, maybe we have a different drive. Like, there's small things that have to happen. This The record's different. So, I see six and six as a different record than everyone else does, but I watch the games and I honestly react to the box score. I so. still feel that the, the, the whole turning point was that Cincinnati game. That was a whole turning point for their season. Yeah. I yeah. knew right at that point, it's like, yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it will be. And, and it's probably going to be, you know, we back into the seventh seed and we lose in the first round of the playoffs. So we draft in the 20s again and yada, yada, yada. But I think there's a bright spot and all of the talent groups okay. are full and under contract for the next three years minus quarterback. And if that's the only hole you have to fill, then you can go fill that. We don't have any major contracts that are out. We haven't overpaid anywhere. Right. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You know. Yeah. Anyway. And, and I love I love going into Seattle to watch a game. It's a great atmosphere. Yeah. And Seattle always plays San Francisco tough, right? So I still think they cover. I think 13 points is too much. I don't think they win. I think they All cover. Right, we'll have to see. I mean, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I just – I mean, I really want to see them do well. I do. I do. It's just I, I feel like I'm just going to get my heart ripped out. That's it. But yeah, having said that. <laughs> well, it's because all the other teams suck too. That's what the problem of having four or five teams is. If you just had one team, you could do it, but you get like your heart ripped out by three or four teams, and then you know, then it hurts more. Just reopen the scab over and over and it's over. That's again. journalistic integrity, okay? Okay. Something. <laughs> Something. Uh, and then moving back right along there, we're uh, let's see. We've talked about that game. We've talked about that game. You got me on track. Oh. It's uh, Broncos-Chargers. Yeah. AFC West matchup. I hope they both lose. Chargers somehow favored by two and a half points. Uh, their offense is pathetic. Their defense is atrocious. The Broncos I mean, found some way to screw up winning in Houston. Yeah. Oh. I thought for sure. 
you know that was going to be a fourth quarter Russell comeback, but that was where that was the one I got right because no, actually yeah. I got that one wrong. You yeah. said the Texans. I got it right. I, I said the Broncos. I had the Texans winning it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I think the Broncos the, on this one though. I think the Broncos win this game also. I think they win on the road uh, in a divisional matchup, go to seven and six, and sneak themselves uh, even firmly more into the playoff yeah. scenario. Absolutely. Which um, makes that game for Kansas City even more important, right? I think they just you know that AFC sense. West is real bundled in. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? Who would have thought? Oh, Denver's a chance to take the AFC, AFC yeah. West. Like, who, who would have thought that? Nobody. Who would have thought? Nobody. Who would have thought? And <laughs> maybe the most overhyped game of the week: it's Eagles visiting the Cowboys, with the Cowboys being three and a half point favorites on Sunday Night Football. Is it the most? Um, do you think so? These two. Most teams, overhyped. I don't think it's a good matchup at all. They they hate each other. This is his. his they hate his each other, but on paper, it's... you know that. Like, I think it's uh, something silly, like thirty-four and one over the last thirty-five games after teams have played the 49ers, They haven't won the following week, right? So you're saying that this is gonna hold true. I think the Eagles lose again. Now it hurts my feelings because I don't want the Cowboys to win. Yeah. You know, if they could tie I, you know, this game, I I'd hate be picking, happy. I hate picking Dallas. Yeah, I do but I want to pick Dallas. Yeah, because I hate Philadelphia that much too. It's like, and really, I, I don't hate Dallas Philadelphia. Too. I just don't believe in them. Yeah. Oh no, Philadelphia's a paper Super tiger. Bowl, yeah, the they're Super both, both tigers. They're, they're both they're both going to be exposed once you have to go up against the the Forty ers The both. If you look at who, if you look at who Dallas has beaten, it's nobody. The best team that Dallas they has beaten Arizona. Is, the best team that Dallas has beaten is the six and six Seattle Seahawks, who we know have problems. Yeah. 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 And their vaunted the vaunted defense gave up 35 points to a Seattle Seahawks defense that did their offense that didn't have their starting running back. Yep. No. I, I and think needed, and really like and maybe this is a biased opinion. I'll give you that, but I also feel like I'm somewhat validated by what we saw across the board during that okay. game was a terribly officiated game. Absolutely. But and so you're talking about I'm, a game that was like six points to a six and six team. Yeah. Like you're not they're not that good. No, no, they're not. But, and 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 as I said, they're all be they all be this is San Francisco 49ers are gonna expose, they're gonna be like the great exposers and they will expose these false top-rated teams yeah. very quickly, very quickly. The NFC is very shallow this year. Absolutely, absolutely. But having said yeah. that, so was the AFC, when you really think about that, in the, the the regards of like, okay, so we have all the quarterbacks, but really the records do not reflect that. The records do not reflect that. Yeah, I think it's more competitive, though. I think that yeah, the playoffs is. will be, yeah. you know, like who's going to stop the 49ers in the NFC? There's nobody, right? But then you go to you go to the AFC, right? And then you talk yeah. about okay, you've got Baltimore, you've got Miami, you've got Kansas you City. They can figure it out. Do you have Miami? Maybe. I don't know about Miami. I, I'm not going with Miami. This sure. Year. If if they're clicking though, if they get not if like that offense clicks, hmm. if if Miami gets let's just say this right, Miami is nine and three. Fighting for the number one seed, right? Right now, they have they hold the number one seed in the AFC. Miami does. Yeah. 
If Miami clinches the number one seed with how they score at home, who beats them at home? Anybody beats them at home. They score 40 points a game at home. Who cares? They, did you see the teams they had to play against? Talk to me again when you got to play the Chiefs or you got to play the Bills or you got to play somebody that's real, okay? Talk to me then. Uh, have they played the Bills already? Yeah. Twice, right? They played them once. There's still another one. What's the record? Oh, they're 0-1. They got smoked in that game. Okay. They got smoked against the Chiefs, too. So don't tell me that Miami somehow has got this thing figured out. Their record is just because they've beaten and, and, and feasted on subpar teams. Okay? And, again, on Monday night, what are they playing? A subpar team. So... I don't, I, don't know. Know. I, you're right. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. They beat the Chargers, the Patriots, the Broncos, the Giants, the Panthers, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Jets, the Commanders. They lost to the Eagles, the Bills, and the Chiefs. They did not get smoked by the Chiefs. It was a 21-14 game. Okay, so they made it closer with the Chiefs. Whatever. <laughs> and two of their losses are on the road. Cool. Cool. Talk to me once they beat a real team. Hey, thanks for sticking with us through uh, those technical difficulties. Sean and Brad back. We just had a little brown out there. It's a little blustery today. So uh, if it felt like I hung up on Sean, I did. Uh, only through Mother Nature. So it's one of my superpowers. I just summon the wind. Yeah, yeah. I'm right about these dolphins. They're they're a joke. Sure. Okay. Sure. That's fine. And they're going to they're gonna win. They're 13-point favorites against the Titans at home, Sean. How are you going to yeah. go? Yeah. Dolphins or Titans? <laughs> Dolphins or Titans? Dolphins. Huh? Uh, they'll be 10-3 to three after this. It's yeah. like, oh, there we go. See. Yeah. All that blustering and still. <laughs> well, I'm not stupid. I'm just saying the playoffs. Mm. Come playoff time. Mm. talk Dolphins to me. I don't mm. know. They'll have to figure that out. Yeah. You only play the teams you're scheduled. Uh, last game of the week. Packers are going to the Giants. Green Bay is a seven or six and a half point favorite. Mine will be seven and a half point favorite. I think this game is, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Gi- Packers have to have it. Giants don't care. Yeah, they can you play know. spoiler. Absolutely. But I feel that Green Bay. Do you is- think the Giants care? I don't know. I don't know. Is Brian Dable's job on the line? I think it is, but do you think the players care? I think he's lost the locker room. What do you think? I don't think he's lost the locker room. I don't think so. I mean, Daniel Jones, I mean, you know. Daniel Jones isn't going to play the rest of the year. He had neck surgery. He's a quarterback whisperer. They've got the kid whose mom still makes his bed, and his name after a good fellow's character. Is Daniel Jones, is he he literally, is he a top-tier quarterback? Is he even? Listen. 100 listen don't hang me for this but i would not hate daniel jones as a seahawk quarterback with a decent contract interesting interesting because while he's not a top tier quarterback yeah i think he's a top 11 to 20 quarterback and that guy can win you a championship with an elite defense and a good offense that's what i think interesting is he top five top 10 no but with the weapons seattle has and the defense sales building Okay, I'll give you that. But I'm just saying, though, that, yeah, Green Bay's got that game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
in, in the bag. That's that's over. Yeah. Say you. Huh? What say you? Yeah, With I think Green Bay and, and the Giants. It's it's over, right? That game's over. Yeah. Before it even began. Yeah. Before it even began. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, two Monday night games and they're both probably gonna be snoozers. Yeah, it is. You can't pick it, right? You just can't pick what they are showing as far as that's concerned. Are you disconcerned right now about your Seattle Kraken with a losing record of 8-13? I mean, it looks like the inaugural season all over again. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. They can't keep their skates on the damn ice. They can't score a goal. They've been able to tighten up the defense a little bit, it feels like, because the scores have been down, but they haven't been able to score offensively. So it's like they've swung too far the wrong way. Well, I don't know what the deal is. They made no moves. They made no moves in the offseason. And it shows they made no moves in the offseason. But what's wild about that, and maybe this is just what I don't understand, is how do you go from being so proficient offensively and so negligent defensively, right? Because that's what they were last year. Last year they could score, but they gave up more than they scored, right? And the only move you make is to get a goaltender, a backup goaltender. Right. Yeah, you, That's you, all you added did. you added no depth in your line. Correct. But all <laughs> yeah. listen, all we did was swap backup goaltenders. Essentially, it's the only thing we did. Yeah. And now we can't score any goddamn goals, mm-hmm. but we also don't give up any goals. <laughs> and so now instead of losing six five, we lose two one. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. You're going up against a very, very hot, hot teams right now, like Vegas is in your division and they're juggernauts this year. Yeah. Los Angeles Kings have won their past 10 road games. Um, They're tough. And the Canucks somehow found out how to play hockey. So those three teams alone are pushing you guys down. Besides you have Edmonton and, and, and uh, Calgary, who I don't think really will make it out anywhere. And that's tough. That's tough sledding when you have seriously, you have the Kings and the Knights. You have Cam Talbot on the Kings looking like he's been the greatest goaltender to ever play the game. And I I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for Seattle. I think that they should have made some moves, but I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to build the the you're trying to build the um the culture in there, right? So you're thinking to yourself, okay, we could be like Carolina. We don't need a superstar. We just have a bunch of stars on the team. But the thing is that, is Jared McCann a star? Is, you know what I mean? Like some of those guys that you have, are they really stars yet? Matty Berniers, you won rookie of the year. You got to take the next step. Um, It's, we'll have to see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I understand what you're saying. I th- I don't think Decord is ready for prime time yet either. He's not ready to take over that. Yeah, position I don't disagree. How late in how late in a season and do you decide that you just pull the plug on the whole year? Oh, I think you're thinking around now. You're thinking, you're thinking now and it then you're started. Part- I'm sorry, but around America Thanksgiving, you know where the teams are ending up. Okay, well, I have bad news for you. We're not going to go to any games this year. Why is that? <laughs> Why is that, Brad? Is that because you don't want to see Seattle get beat up? Is that it? Oh, Brad is Brad is frozen. Hang on. 
Is that because you don't want to see Seattle get beat up there, Brad? Is that it? I don't. I don't pay for games. So I know we're going to be trash. <laughs> we're going. We're going because you got to watch. Baseball. You got to watch. I mean, listen, my Leafs are. They're, they're not any much better. They're not much any 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 much better. I mean. Okay, well, they're a lot better as far as the record is concerned, but, I mean, we're still, like, not in the top three. We're not in the top three in our division. We're in a wild-card position. Uh, Patrick Kane made his debut with the Red Wings there last night. Uh, don't know how that went because I wasn't really paying attention. I thought the Florida Panthers were not going to be able to make it with all the injuries that they have. Look at them. They're number two in the division. And Boston, I thought, no way, they're going to fall off. They're number one. And, of course, on the other side, you have New York Rangers, the Philadelphia Flyers, who I didn't even see coming, the Islanders. And, like, the teams that I thought, like the Hurricanes, they're, they're on the outside looking in. So it's like the Leafs right now and the Hurricanes are the two wildcard teams on the East. And that's very interesting. Um, on the West, it's right now the Coyotes and the Predators. So uh, who? Coyotes and the Predators. Yeah. They're still relevant. The Coyotes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've they've actually turned it around that culture there this year, and they look pretty good. Is Wayne Gretzky walking through that door? No, he's not. He did. He was, was an old owner of the. Arizona I know. Coyotes. Yeah, huh. but no, no. Um, you don't say. You know, uh, it's interesting because the Chicago Blackhawks and the Seattle Kraken have pretty much the exact same amount of wins, so. Okay. I I really hope Seattle could turn it. I do. We'll see. Well, we'll yeah. see. Um, NBA in better news, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say in better news, we have yeah. the NBA in season tournament, which has been more fun to watch than I thought it was gonna be. I cannot believe how many people are into this right now. It's so much fun. <laughs> I wish that it was during the dead season of sports so that it, we could be a bit more justice, but um. Man, it's a good time. The, the games matter. The players game. actually care, which is crazy. Yeah, because the NBA left a bad taste in my mouth in the offseason with people like, you know, Harden and them like, I want to trade. I don't want to trade. But this in-season tournament, pretty not cool. Bad. Yeah. Not bad. Cool. <laughs> it's nice that, you know, guys even like LeBron is like, you know, because they're asking him about, you know, if $500,000 moves in the uniform still. And he was like, yeah, it's five hundred grand. Like. So do you think that one game uh, that uh, they played against the Suns, LeBron got away with that timeout? Yeah. When they didn't have possession of the ball? No. I know refs make mistakes all the time. Do you think that there was other calls that was made not in LeBron's favor that this is like all of a sudden like the return of karma? You know what I mean? Like, I, I have no idea. And again, I mean, it goes back to that conversation earlier about NFL refs. Like, you've got to have some oversight to correct those things. The refs we just terrible. have too much technology to allow that to happen now. Like, the refs are terrible at yeah. all the major sporting events. Yeah. They're terrible. We have too much access to information right away. Mm. You know, like as slow yeah, as Major League Baseball has been, as slow as Major League Baseball has been to embrace change, they've done a really good job of replay absolutely and everything's that way and it's not at the hands of the guys at the field no and i i appreciate that i appreciate and i think it's the same way in college football and i we know it can be done like if you watch college football it's so much faster now because they'll be like oh 
hey, replay from upstairs, and they wait for a second, and they're like, oh, here's the call. There's no, like, ref walking over and longer timeout. The game doesn't take longer. Yeah. Like, they have it figured out. And that's what's crazy is they have all this revenue they're making, and they can't reinvest it into making a better product. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. So Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you on that. But, yeah, besides that, so we got Pacers against the Lakers. Yeah. And it's today at 5.30 uh, our time, so 8.30 uh, Eastern. Yeah, I think, you know, the Pacers are a fun team to watch. I think LeBron really wants his first championship, in-season championship, because he wants that to be, like, part of his legacy. Right. Yeah. So, why not? I also think it's crazy how, like, uh, out in the open he is about owning a team. I don't know if you saw the interview this week, but he was like, yeah, I, I hope to bring my team to Las Vegas someday. And I was like, God, boy, man, LeBron, like, just saying, like, I'm bringing my team to Las Vegas someday. Listen, and I was like, golly, that's crazy. I appreciate that, though. I appreciate I do, too. It just was brazen to hear it come out of his, you know what I mean? Like, because we I haven't mean, heard he's it. Not, he's not treating us like fools. Like, you know, I got to play around this. It's like, God, yeah, I agree. But it was, it was just, know? it caught me off guard. And I, like, again, I appreciate it. Yeah. But also I was like, man, that's. Now, I'm sure if you're an owner of an NBA team, you're there going. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Come sure. on. It can't be the For first sure. time that he's talking about it. It's, <laughs> no, it's not. It's always well, been talking about behind closed doors, trying to get it done. And yeah. now it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I also appreciate the fact he's not treating us like idiots. Yeah, know? I 100% do also. I think, you know, I think that there's, I think when it's all said and done, there's going to be a couple ways that we look at professional basketball and who the greatest of all time was. And I, I know how you feel or how I feel yeah. about Michael Jordan being the greatest player of all time. Yeah. And I still feel that way. LeBron James might be the most influential player of all time when it's all said and done. And I think it's important that there's a distinction in those two categories. I think that statistically speaking, yeah, he's going to be the greatest. But when it comes to ice cold water in the veins, come on. It's Mike. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. and But and- I, I even mean like how the game is played. I think, you know, like LeBron's going to leverage this out and like LeBron might be the guy that changed, like similar to what Magic has done post-career. Right. LeBron might be able to do some of those things in career and leverage change in ownership laws, yeah. right? And those things. And he's been influential in salary caps and player rights and all these things, right? He's he's played a role. He played a role in the bubble. Like he is a very influential player and has made the game better. Like I hate when the argument feels like when you say Michael Jordan's the greatest player of all time, people take it as a slide against LeBron. I, those, they're, I think they're two separate conversations. LeBron think, is the most yeah. influential player of in of basketball's history. But I, I still think, think Michael Jordan is the best. Yeah. And I, 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 th- think, I think those are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not mutually inclusive of each other you know what i mean no and i would love to have uh our friend cam on again because this is a conversation we had off camera that we need to have on camera well we will be having cam on eventually here just before the nfl playoff so yeah that's gonna be good news there uh because then he came to sign my book 
hey, there you go. <laughs> you can well, do it on camera. All, you can do it on I camera. Need to sign my book, and then uh, we need to have this conversation about influential versus the greatest ever. So. And now that we've announced it, Cam, you can't just back out all of a sudden. You know, you yeah. told me and behind closed doors, and now I'm just putting it out there. So, I mean, hopefully, you weren't thinking you were like Shoei Otani and. Uh, principle of integrity sean i totally agree i totally agree he's a great man uh, unlike Cam- others on this call wow hey are those your christmas decorations right there over your shoulder no no those are blankets oh for christmas <laughs> they were for christmas bags yeah yeah for single sailors yeah so. you're not going to give them out or we did there was just two extra <laughs> I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> get cozy. All right. Hey, I think we've come to that time where we get to play a little one on one. One on one. This is the question I want to ask you today. Oh. Is there a universally accepted topping for hot dogs that you feel like is unacceptable? Like what? Ketchup? I love ketchup. I love mustard. On a hot dog? Great. Yeah. All that's great. Yeah. Ketchup is never okay in a hot dog. I'm just telling you right now. You're weird. You're weird. You're a weirdo. How can you say ketchup is not great in a hot dog? I'm not saying it's just not acceptable. It's so American. Uh, It's not. I don't know. You're probably into soybeans and stuff. I don't know. Nope. Negative, Ghost Rider. I don't know. Negative. About you, bro. You just said some real, real crazy stuff right there. That was crazy. Certain kinds, like any kind of mustard, right? You can go with ground mustard if you want. Relish, always acceptable. Pickles will take. You can have some peppers on there. I'll go with pepper. cream cheese if you're in Seattle. Only if you're in, only if you're in Seattle. Listen, only if you're in Seattle. Only if you're in Seattle. Never catch up. So weird. So weird, dude. Don't knock it till you try it. Uh, okay. All right. Wow. That's so weird. You're a weirdo. I love you, man, but you're a weirdo. You're... <laughs> I'm not wrong. All right. All right. I got a question for you. And I've been Eat asking a hot dog without ketchup and tell me I'm lying. The best hot dog you ever had. I'm just saying, just try one time. Just try. Make it for me. Make me make me a hot dog with a little bit of this cream cheese, and we'll see. Okay. 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 Because I'm not about to go spend my money on that to find out. That's not what's going on here. Well, you're not a real connoisseur of food, then. No, 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 no. Mama didn't raise no fool. Why would I want to do that? Why? Because you can always add more. If you take a bite of it, and you're like, oh, this isn't as great as you said I it was. You just add the rid of it, and there's the, the it has contact to it. It's like, no, it's wasted. Oh, you're, that's so. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. It's the waste. No, no, no. It's the same thing if you're cooking and taking a crap. It's like I don't know if there's. That's sharp. not even the same realm. We're in the same. Yeah, that's in the same. That's ballpark. not even the same realm. It's the same ballpark. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So my question to you, I've been asking this question. To a countless amount of people here, and I need to know. I need to know what w- it's a would you rather. So, Brad, would you rather try to block Aaron Donald, or, and you can't move, take a full punch from Tyson Fury? Would you? Oh. And I can't block it. Like I don't. We're not sparring. You got, you got to take it. Got to take it. 
And you got and you gotta block Aaron Donald. What? Which one? Which one? I mean, is he coming out of a three-point stance, or is he just like bull rushing me? Like he's from bull a full... rushing you. He's going for that quarterback. He wants that quarterback. Well, like, is he coming out of a stance, or is he just like two-point running at me like a linebacker? No, no, no. He's coming out of a stance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would rather take Aaron Donald than I would rather take a punch. Wow. Wow. You got some. You got some faith. No, I'm just going to put my hands like towards Aaron Donald's pecs and he's going to push me down on my back and knock the wind out of me, and that's fine. I'll have a story to tell about the time Aaron Donald ran me over. Yeah. I'd rather tell that story than drink soup through a straw for six months. Well, I try to tell people about how Pedro Vera and Pumpkin are going. You know what I'm saying? You saw you did a Francis Ngannou. I don't have that kind of chin. Whoever said they'll take a punch from Tyson Fury is a liar. I'll just tell you that right now. They don't want that smoke. Well, it's funny. Nobody, nobody wanted to take a punch from Tyson Fury. No. 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 <laughs> nobody. It's no. I'll block Aaron Donald <laughs> all day long. All day long. Okay, folks. Uh, with that in mind, I want to remind you to be good or be good at it. Till next time. Right out.